Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome to Rossin to the Rescue, my podcast about the secrets to avoiding everyday dangers and worst-case catastrophes. I'm Jeff Rossin, host of NBC Today Show's Rossin Reports. My new book, Rossin to the Rescue, is out now. It's in bookstores. It's online. I hope you grab it. I'm here with Kara Rota, my co-host. How are you, Kara? I'm doing great. How are you, Jeff? I'm good. You know, Thanksgiving is coming up. Everyone's talking about the turkey and the pies. That's right. And the, I'm planning my menu. The stuffing. Stuffing is my favorite. It's also my favorite. It is? Mm-hmm. I think I, we should just do away with the turkey and just... Nobody cares. About, it's all no, about the stuffing. No. The stuffing is the star. Uh, studies have shown that a lot of Americans struggle with their weight. I'm raising my hand as one of them. And we see a lot of products in our grocery stores that are trying to help people manage their weight. And I thought this would be a great week to talk about this with all of us having food on the brain with Thanksgiving. Low-fat, low-carb, ice cream that only has 150 calories. We've all seen it. Uh, But in the book, um, I found out that that so-called diet food may not actually help you lose that much weight. The first thing to know if you're trying to lose weight and really focusing on those calorie counts is that the numbers aren't always right. And getting those calorie counts wrong is actually completely legal. That's appalling to me. Yeah, it's legal. Uh, under FDA regulations, I was surprised too, packaged foods can actually vary by as much as 20%. And when you're looking at a calorie count, that's just an average. Each individual unit of food can vary. So when you're looking at a package of cookies, a cookie might actually be more than the 95 calories you've bargained for. Right, because the company is saying, well, it's an average. I mean, that one may have more. The next one may have less. Uh, My team actually researched this. We looked at diet ice creams, you know, the ones that claim to only have a few hundred calories in the whole pint. Um, It's a nice idea. Sounds amazing. They taste pretty good, actually. You can eat as much as you want and not feel too bad about it. Well, we sent them to a top food lab to find out if those calorie counts were accurate. Do you want to know the... I'm not sure I like where this is going. (laughs) I have to give them to you. So we actually tested a few flavors because sometimes you're in the mood for strawberry. Sometimes you want mint chocolate chip, right? With me, it's always mint chocolate chip. And with the vanilla maple flavor that we tested, they found that it had 46% more calories. 46% more. The chocolate peanut butter had 68% more calories than the label said. That's not going to work because the only one I ever want to eat is chocolate peanut butter. Yeah. And those ice creams. And the whole thing is you're you're getting the diet ice cream is because you're watching the calorie counts. Right. I'm not eating that diet ice cream if I'm not watching my weight. Um, the nutritionist who worked with us pointed out that if you eat a pint a day, it really adds up. You'd have to walk nine extra miles every week to burn off the calories. And this is something I think a lot of people deal with. It is. And very personal for me as well. Um, I actually wrote about struggling with my weight and some tips that I learned to keep it off in my book. Take a listen. Friends, it's time to open up. I've had a long running battle with my weight, and it's something that I think about every day, yesterday, today, tomorrow. That's almost a given, I suppose, when you're in front of the camera every morning. Nothing gives you body shame like national TV. Sometimes the camera can feel like one of those funhouse mirrors at a carnival when you suddenly have a double chin or a beer belly. That's all in your head, you might argue. Maybe, except that one morning in 2015, the Today Show came to me and said, hey, we're doing a weight loss challenge. Do you want in? Hint, hint. At the time, I weighed 210 pounds. With my height of six feet, that meant officially that I was overweight. Fine, it was 213. 
So I agreed to the biggest loser-esque challenge, and they put me under the wings of fitness expert Jenna Wolf and nutritionist Joy Bauer. If you're expecting a Rocky montage where I pumped iron and did a thousand sit-ups, that's a very different book. I quickly learned that the gym, it's not for me. I will never have shredded abs, ripped pecs, or a Channing Tatum physique. But that's okay. I've accepted it. I discovered I can control my weight with food. Look, this doesn't mean that I turned into some nutrition guru who treats my body like a holy temple. No way. I'll enjoy the occasional cheat meal. I'll splurge on a burrito. I'll even sample my share of desserts. But Joy taught me three key lessons. Portion control, portion control, portion control. We'll be right back with more on portion control right after the break. So we've got Thanksgiving coming up, and that can be a nightmare if you're a person who struggles with your weight. But I wanted to go back to something that you mentioned in the book, portion control, because that's something that often kind of completely goes out the window on Thanksgiving. A hundred percent. I'm terrible at it, too. I always walk around, and I have, like, I take the spoon, and I test the stuffing all day. Mm-hmm, and, I, mm-hmm. and I actually don't count that later on when I'm thinking. Well, that's why I cook, because I get to eat everything yeah, all but then day you don't, but you don't. Go. But at the end of the day, when you're counting up the calories in your mind, you don't think about that. I'm like, oh, well, I only took one spoonful on the plate. Right, but you had seven spoonfuls in, in spoons. <laughs> and you talk in the book about how you can use portion control to take charge of your everyday diet. But is that a principle that we can also use on a holiday like Thanksgiving that's really all about overindulgence? Yes. In fact, Thanksgiving is the time to test this out. And we actually did it. We did an experiment. We set up a fake Thanksgiving for a real family, and we split them into two groups. In the first group, we put trays of food directly on their table, the way I eat my Thanksgiving meal. We always put everything right there on the table. You can grab as much or as little of anything you want, family style. This is how we do it in my family. Sure, me too. That's very normal. And then what did you do for the second group? The second group, we had a buffet, and the buffet had multiple courses. So at the beginning of the dinner, the buffet had vegetables, salads, some other healthier options. And then we had a second course where they could get as much ham, stuffing, potatoes, all that good stuff, and they can get as much as they wanted, but they had to get up to get it. And what were you trying to test? Yeah, we wanted to see which group ended up eating more, if either group ended up eating any differently. We actually brought in a nutrition expert. She weighed all the food beforehand so we could see how much each group ate, and then she figured out the calories of all of it. I'm kind of scared to ask, but how did it turn out? It turned out that the first group, the group that ate the family style the way we eat, ended up eating 59% more calories. That is really surprising. Because the food was right in front of them. So that's the way we all eat. If it's it's sort of within reach, it's sort of like when you want to get a water upstairs, downstairs in the kitchen. You're like, ugh. If it, was, if it was here, I would drink it, but I don't feel like going downstairs, right? So what are some tips that we can take away from your study? Well, you can start by making sure you get in those veggies and salads early. If you fill up on the healthy stuff, you're actually going to be less likely to overdo it too much on the turkey and stuffing because you're just less hungry. Great. And what else? All right. Believe it or not, we actually learned that something as simple as the color of the plates you're eating off of can have a big impact on how much you eat. It turns out blue is a very unappetizing color. So you could consider using blue plates. Also, the color matters with wine. This is really interesting. We found that you tend to drink more white wine than red wine because there's no contract with the glass. Let me try to explain. When you pour wine, 
the white is, uh, you know, a white wine. It's like a little yellowish, right? It's sort of a similar color to the glass. So you don't have as much context as how much you're filling up. When you're pouring in red wine, it's such a dark color contrast that it feels like there's more in the glass than with the white wine. So you actually end up pouring a little less. That's so interesting. I thought I was just pouring how much I wanted someone to spill on my carpet. (laughs) Or on your shirt, right? Anyway, thank you so much for listening and let us know what you think about the show. Hope it helped. Leave a review or rating on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And be sure to check out Rossum to the Rescue in bookstores and online now for more tips and tricks. Have a great week. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.